Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about how you should deal with productivity standards in your physical therapy clinic. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. I am up at Champion PT and Performance in Boston, Mass. Lenny McCrina, Dave Tilly, Dan Pope, Mike Scaduto answering all your amazing questions. Len, we got a lot of students. We got way too many students. So let's do a quick intro uh, so we can get right into the question. All right, we got four students because uh, we have one student ending his rotation very soon. So from right <laughs> to left, we're gonna go Andrew King from the University of Hartford. We're gonna go Ryan Johnson from Winston-Salem State University in North Carolina, the beautiful state of North Carolina, my old stomping ground. We have Evan Zhuzhevich from <laughs> Trine University. And we also have Austin Riff Rife. Riff? Riff Raff? Riff. 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 Austin Riff from Frank, the Franklin Pierce University in beautiful Arizona. Is that new one? Riff Raff? Riff Raff. Riff Raff. Is that an Aladdin reference? Riff Raff. Riff Raff. His name's got to be right. I know. Try that. I think that's pretty solid. All right. Who's, who's asking today's question? I got it. All right. Let's see it, Evan. James from Minnesota. Yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on handling productivity standards in private practice outpatient setting? I have expectations for billing four units in a 40-minute treatment session and expectations for starting patients at three times a week for 50% of overall caseload. I believe in putting the patient's needs first and tailoring my treatment to meeting their needs. Love the show, guys. Keep up all the great work. Wow, that's pretty great. So, so I like this. This is a good question on productivity standards. Which I think um, I, I feel like the um, the cycle of physical therapy in this country kind of continues. Like you see these big ne- big conglomerates get larger, and then they all kind of like fail. I don't know what happens, there, right? <laughs> but they get you know you get a big massive health south, and then things happen and it disperses, and you get these like waves. And you know what tends to happen is you start with like a nice small private practice, right? And you you do things right, you do things the way you want to do it those sorts of things and then all over time you get into these big conglomerates and it becomes more about like less about the person and it becomes a business right productivity standards how many people per hour should you see how many units should you bill stuff like that right so um what so specifically to this one though four units in 40 minutes yeah is that legal yeah i guess so right Mm. right so this is like like pure like like hitting the limit of like how to maximize it and then the other thing is you should be seeing your patients three times a week for fifty percent of the overall caseload. Yeah, so it sounds like what they're doing in your environment is there. There's probably a larger corporation type thing, and they probably have some metrics that they know are the averages, right? So they're trying to say, hey, you're below the averages, right? And what they're what they're saying is hopefully is you know this is the average, but 
if you do enter a situation where somebody's saying like, hey, for every eval, they should be scheduled three times a week initially, then yeah, that gets that gets a little awkward. So uh, who wants to start? I mean, you know, you guys, you know, I don't know, Len, we've had some experience in the high kind of, yeah. you know, volume type thing. Like, did we have productivity standards like that or is it more just... Um, I know later on in my time down in, uh, you know, Alabama, we did, and I was definitely, I was part of the management, so we were challenged from higher up to relay the message to staff of where their units were, units per charge, and um, what charges per unit, and units billed per visit, and blah, 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 and reimbursement, so... We did. We tried to, you know, relay it along. I don't think I, I certainly wasn't like, you know, a stickler, but I just did what I was told, and and it, it was <laughs> it happened. But um, it, it definitely does happen. I think we're definitely bordering on, you know, a very gray area of what what's legal and not legal by telling people they have to come three times a week for a certain, you know, fraction of the patients that you see. That doesn't just doesn't sound right. Like, <laughs> yeah, who definitely needs three times a week? Not many people, right? So. It sounds like they're they're making decisions based on the business, no doubt, and not what's yeah, right no for doubt. the person. So, in front I mean, of them. I don't know if I'm, you know, we definitely don't do any of that stuff here. We don't even think we really have much productivity that we look at. We're not. I don't think we've ever told you guys you have to see more people. It's just, you know, what, what how it happens. We have staff that we look at. We're looking at trends and who comes in, but we're certainly not telling them that they have to see more. Never. I I, I think like from a business owner perspective, it's not necessarily bad. Like let's say let's say you were, you know billing a certain code, but you think that you could substitute it for a different code that would be ethically and, and logistically fine, right. but you would get more reimbursement. I think that's appropriate, right? Because the clinician doesn't understand that. So there are some games we type to, we tend to play right. or billing like based on time if, if you don't quite understand it. I think there's there's a strategy towards billing that I think people get with productivity. Uh, I, I, I'm, on, I'm always scouring Facebook and looking at you know the different groups and it's amazing the lack of um, education and the lack of conformity amongst PTs and how to bill, how to bill private insurance versus Medicare. Is there a difference? Eight minute rule versus fifteen minute rule. We are lacking severely in how to understand billing and what code should be used for a manual and Therex and neuromuscular and if we can bill dry needling and if a Medicare patient is there, how that affects things. It's it's all over the place and I think I think even management struggles to to get that to trickle down to staff because I think people are still all over the place. And so I think fundamentally we don't know. We really don't know. Yeah, we're trying to yeah. use these parameters to track and bill accordingly. So, so and and that's always uh, that's not necessarily bad, right? It's just trying to maximize, yeah. you know, the game here, right? But yeah. when does it cross the line, Dan? What do you think? When does it cross the line to what we're starting to do isn't in the best interest of the patient? Uh, it's that's really hard and obviously I I kind of left a facility that was kind of like that or the physiotherapy associates nothing against a company I like the company um, but I think that people physical therapists in general we have to have a little bit of empathy for the business right and I think in general physical therapists are undervalued so the reason why we have to see more and more people is to try to make money right so we can like pay for the overhead so we're in a tough situation from that perspective uh, again obviously I kind of left that type of facility um, I like to be able to treat people less frequently because I feel like that is optimal for a lot of people that I do see. But the flip side of the coin is that these businesses have to run and we have to value ourselves as clinicians. So part of it is that if you are able to see people more times throughout the course of the week and you think that will actually benefit them further, I think that's okay from a moral perspective. Because I think as a physical therapist here, 
you've got this, and I, I read this as a term for this, so I forget what they're calling it, but um, you're forced to see people more than you think you, you need to see them, and when you leave at the end of the day, you feel poorly for that, right? right? Right. But if you are able to actually fill that person's time with stuff that's very valuable, and you're adding to them, and adding to them from a physical therapy or wellness perspective, that might help you deal with some of those feelings, right? Um, what was your original question? But I think ultimately yeah. it's the PT's decision to figure out if that's appropriate. If you think you right. can add stuff two to three times a week and it's going to help them get better, faster, and back to their goal, then fine. But not management telling them you have to see people three times a week. Right. And, I, and I know it happens. Trust me, I know it. Besides this question, I heard it a gazillion times in, in my career. Um, it does happen. I, I don't agree with it. You know, I, you know, it's something that I hope will change. But... Yeah, so I mean, and, and every patient population is going to be slightly different. Like a post-operative person might come in more frequently than a non-operative person, for example, right? So I think we're stating the obvious with some of these things. I think the question comes down to is just making sure that as a young clinician, you understand that there is some part of a business behind it. I think Dan brought up a really good point is, look, it's, it, it costs a lot of money to, to run a business. Right, and there's a lot of financial risk that happens from the ownership group with running a business. Right, there's a lot that goes into this, so um, you have to understand that a little bit, and you have to do your best to maximize how much profit you make. But if that is how you are making decisions on your clinical career, uh, on your clinical decisions, then that's where we cross the line, and it becomes a real, real problem. It becomes very unethical. So it's one thing if you're being educated on, hey, maybe there's some ways that we can optimize revenue without uh, sacrificing your clinical judgment. I think that's completely appropriate. But if somebody is telling you to just see people more often, then I think you've learned right there that that is the type of business that you probably don't want to be associated with or you wouldn't have asked this question, right? Right, right? And, and I think a lot of people like like will feel uncomfortable in that situation too. And over time, maybe that manager, that person will understand that that's not the best way to do business. And hopefully, you know, when all the therapists leave and they kind of keep replacing them with new grads and then churn them out and, and spitting them out and, and moving on to the next one, they're going to realize that that's not the best sustainable business model over time, right? So and I don't know any other any other feedback. Let, let's flip gears because we can talk about this over. And let's let's flip gears. I don't want to interrupt you if you have more by all means. But like, what? How? If you're in this situation, what's our advice to that? That's person? what I was going to say. So flipping it a little. If, if it was me, obviously I. To me, results speak volumes. If you get good results with your patients and your clients, and I think we do a pretty good job here, word gets out. So I think management is taking it from a different view. They just get people in as much as possible, but I think the people will automatically come in if you are producing good results with your your patients and they leave feeling good about how they're progressing and I only had to go to PT once and I felt amazing. That word gets out in the street, in the community, and then people want to come in. And, and, and get that same approach because they know they're gonna get better faster than going down the street where they had to go two or three times a week. So I think you flip it that it's the results that matter. Marketing is gonna be important whether you're going to a doctor or you're going to some kind of a other facility. If you're trying to be, become niche, you're going to a CrossFit facility, baseball facility where you're spending time and, and learning and then that gets out into the neighborhood that you're that you're making an effort to make uh, yourself better and you're trying to get a certain amount of, of, of clients in or a certain type of client in so I think all that uh, snowballs and I think that's a, a better approach than just blanket three times a week yeah you know? I, I think we've always established business here and this is the same way of what we do online is we just do what's right 
right? We do we do what we think's best and we do what's right, and we don't ever focus on profit. And when you when you don't focus on profit, I think you end up having a better product, and over time, you become more profitable, right? So it's a general strategy. The, the second you start making decisions for finances, it tends to just spiral out of control in the wrong direction because you're making decisions for the wrong reasons. That's not why any of us got into this. So anything else, Dan? I was going to say, if you're going to kind of go off of what Lenny said, um, you probably need to communicate with the management a little bit. And I yeah. think that's a tough sell because I've kind of had this same conversation because you're trying to get maybe more people in the door, get them better faster, right? Give them more autonomy. Um, but if they don't understand what you're actually trying to do and they keep on looking at your numbers, it doesn't make sense. They'll be upset at you. And meanwhile, you're not communicating what you're trying to accomplish. Um, and then you're going to go home and be upset at the end of the day and probably want to leave your work eventually. Yeah. So if you communicate well with the, the, the managers, I guess it sounds like you're dealing with right now, maybe you'll feel a little bit better at the end of the day and you'll, you'll hit some numbers that are, are you know, more profitable and maybe they're not breathing down your neck quite as much, I guess. Yeah, I, I would say keep an open mind and have a conversation with your manager first about, all right, what, well, what do you think I'm doing wrong? Because here's why I'm treating this way. What do you think I'm doing wrong? Maybe there's an educational opportunity for you here. So I would definitely say, I would recommend go talk to your management and say, hey, I'm not comfortable with this productivity standard, but instead of just immediately saying that they must be wrong, just ask like, what, what am I missing here? And let them try to explain it to you. If it becomes really clear that all they care about is the money and not the person, then I think you just figured out a lot about that place and whether or not that fits your values and if you want to continue working there. But maybe during that conversation, like Dan said, you'll kind of get like like some thoughts and maybe you'll realize, okay, no, I, I think you're right. Like, okay, maybe, maybe if I did see people a little bit more often, I would have better outcomes, right? Because they might be comparing you and your frequency of visits and your outcomes or something like that. You never know what they're comparing. I'd say hear them out first and let's not immediately take it as an insult, right? And hear them out first. But then... It's no big deal. Don't get stressed out. Don't get flustered about it. Hear them out, see what they have to say, and then you make a decision. Is this business doing it the way I want to do it, and do I want to be a part of this? Right? Make sense? Awesome. All right. Good question. I mean, tough situation to be in, right? And it stinks that sometimes we are, but you never know, right? Maybe they're about to go out of business. Maybe their lease just went up and, you know, who knows, right? Maybe they're about to go out of business, you know? Figure out the situation in there and and figure out what's going on and and ultimately always do what's best for the person in front of you. Otherwise, you know, you got into this for the wrong reason. And plus, there's way better professions to make money than being a physical therapist, right? None of us got into this to be rich, right? We did this because we want to help people. So hopefully that helps. So if you have questions like that, head to MikeRinald.com, click on that podcast link, and you can fill out the form and ask us more questions, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRinald.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.